Hey. Yeah. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Fever Save Podcast. I'm your host, Kevin Moyd, and I want to get straight into the word. So I want to read from Romans chapter 1, verse 16 through 17, and a little bit about why is because um, I believe this is one of those foundational uh, scriptures to help us realize that uh, what Jesus did was a perfect and complete work and that we get to receive the gift of what he did and there's nothing we can do to unreceive the gift once we receive the gift we have it and we keep it and uh god is not a god who gives and then takes it away um i know job said that but that wasn't god who said that that was job's own opinion so we'll get into that later all right so here goes uh romans uh, chapter 1 verse 16 through 17 it says I refuse to be ashamed of sharing the wonderful message of God's liberating power unleashed in us through Christ for I am thrilled to preach that everyone who believes and saved the Jew first and then people everywhere this gospel unveils a continual revelation of God's righteousness a per- perfect righteousness given to us when we believe and it moves us from receiving life through faith to the power of living by faith this is what the scripture means when it says we are right with god through life-giving faith so the whole purpose of the gospel and what the gospel is is the gospel of grace right it's god's grace towards us that we didn't earn or that we didn't deserve and christ did everything for us so the fact that jesus took our sin he became sin itself he died to it, was buried, resurrected from the grave without the same sins that he died for. That alone made us right with God. That one sacrifice made us right with God. So now when we put our faith in that very act that Jesus accomplished, God gives us his righteousness. And God's righteousness is perfect. So the moment that you accept Christ, you become perfect in righteousness and now that's who you are continually because you move from death over into life eternal so now you're eternally righteous because of something that jesus accomplished so what that really means is you know how you might be struggling with let's say you're struggling with a particular sin let's say you curse too much or let's say that you um you're struggling with sex or you're struggling with um you know anything anything that you're struggling with that's that sin after you become a believer in what Christ has taken care of that sin that you're struggling with no longer makes you a sinner you're just a righteous person person sinning and because you're you don't know that you're righteous or you don't realize that you're righteous that is what's giving you the power to continue to indulge in that sin The power to get out of sin is not by you trying your self-effort to try to stop this sin or to just wake up one day and say, okay, I'm not going to do this anymore. And then when you end up doing it again, you feel horrible and you feel worse off than you did before you even made that vow. So God wants to get you out of the realm of making vows to him to accepting the righteousness that he gave you. So you no longer have to say, God, I won't do this anymore. And God, if you do this, I'll do this. You don't have to have a bargaining system with God. God doesn't want that from you. He wants to give you his righteousness, complete you already. And then he wants you to continue on realizing how righteous you are. 
And that's how we have the power to overcome that any sin or sin itself. Because it says, I refuse to be ashamed of sharing the wonderful message of God's liberating power unleashed in us through Christ. God's power, the power that you're yearning for, is only realized when you accept what Jesus did in the gospel. And then this is what made Paul so excited. He says, for I am thrilled to preach that everyone who believes is saved, the Jew first and then people everywhere. This gospel unveils a continual revelation of God's righteousness, a perfect righteousness given to us. We get it. We receive it. It's ours when we believe. And it moves from receiving life, the moment that you accept what Jesus did in the gospel, in the gospel message, you receive life through the faith, through your believing, and then you get the power of living by faith. So once you receive that righteousness by faith God wants you to continue to have faith to use the power that he gave you so that righteousness comes with the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit gives you the power to overcome the sin that you're struggling with but you don't overcome the sin that you're struggling with by making vows or making ultimatums or making uh, uh, step programs to get it he wants you to overcome it by realizing that you're righteous and that might take some time and it might take you, you know, however, however much time to overcome that sin until you realize that you're righteous. So it's all the more important for you to always hear messages or always hear people tell you how righteous you are in Christ because you'll start to believe it eventually. And when you believe you're righteous, you'll start to act righteous. The reason why you're struggling with the sin is because you still believe that you're a sinner. And if you continue to believe that you're a sinner, you're always going to struggle with sin. Now, by no means, there's not nobody alive that is going to live their life without committing acts of sin. Because sin boils down to God is whenever you don't have faith, it's sin. So whenever you don't trust God in any moment of your life, that's sin itself. So if we make sure that we realize how... Uh, small, or I won't say small, but how uh, overlooked sin can be, then we realize there's no hope for us to not sin. But the hope is God took care of it by sending Jesus Christ, and now that we're made righteous, we no longer have to be conscious of sin. We could be conscious of him who took care of our sin, and now he's the one that's going to give us the power to overcome it. And we get that power to overcome it by realizing that's who we are. We are righteous. You're not trying to be righteous. You're not trying anything. God doesn't want you to try anything. He never says try. He says you either are or you aren't. Like you're either a sinner or you're righteous. You can't be both. In God's eyes, you can't be both. So you're either in Adam or you're in Christ. You can't be in both. In Adam, you're sin. In Jesus, you're righteous. And that's how God wants it. So we, he can take away our ability to mess things up. Like, if it still was up to us whether or not we were righteous, we still wouldn't make it. And Jesus would have came for nothing. Now, the only people who don't get to partake in the righteousness of God is people who refuse to believe in the gospel message. That's why it's so important for us to preach the gospel message. It's because we got to give people the opportunity to accept the perfect righteousness that they've been looking for their whole life. Every religion, every way of believing is trying to obtain a righteousness 
in their own eyes or according to the righteousness of that particular religion. But there's no way to get it. And you're never going to be perfected in any of those efforts. The only way you can be perfected is by the perfect person himself, which is somebody who's outside of us, who is God himself, Jesus Christ. So that's where we have to get our freedom from. And once we get that freedom, we'll start to live in that way. And that's where it comes from. Like so many, so many times in my life, I was trying not to do things and I was trying to live my life right and do the right thing, read the Bible, um, make sure I pray, make sure I, you know, have my checklist of things that I made sure I had done. And then, you know, it, it never turned out the way I wanted it to. I still end up doing the things I didn't want to do. I still lived a certain way that I didn't want to live and I didn't want to, but I did it anyway. So it's, it's, it, it's a, it's a conflict that we have as Christians between our uh, flesh and our spiritual and the reason why it stays a conflict and it's, it's, it, it continues to be something that we don't understand or, or can't get over is because we're not being taught enough that once you become the righteousness or once you become a believer, you become the righteous, righteousness of God, which means you literally have God's own righteousness. And that's who you are. Who you are will always be the prerequisite of how you live. Well, I'll say this, who you believe that you are would be the prerequisite of how you live because you can be righteous in God's eyes, but you can live as a sinner because you still believe you're a sinner. Once you move away from the belief that you're a sinner and to the belief that you're righteous, your life will follow and all the things that God wants you to do will follow and all the things that you want to do will follow. But if you continue to believe that you're a sinner you're going to try to do the things of God. You're going to try to live godly. You're going to try to feel godly. But you're always going to have a war and feel like there's something going on. And you're always going to feel like you're not making it. You're not because you don't make it. You can't make it. You don't have the ability to make it. So once you get that through your head that you don't have the ability to make it, which is why Jesus came to when he preached, he wanted to let everybody know you don't have the ability to make it. I'm your ability to make it. Everything that you need to have, I'm going to give it to you. That's what we have to believe. That's what we have to uh, hold on to. And I think Romans chapter 1, verse 16 to 17, just kind of um, sparks the foundation of what the gospel is supposed to do. The gospel is of Jesus Christ, who was righteous, who became sin. He died for our sins, was raised again. And now that message has the power to set everybody free and permanently set everybody free not to return back to bondage but the people who stay in bondage after receiving the message or after accepting Jesus they have continued to be taught that they are sinners and that they need to get right instead of realizing that they are right once you become a believer in Jesus Christ you are right you don't have to get right again and that's what we have to believe so I just want to leave you with that I think that's uh, enough for us to kind of chew on for now and, you know, we'll come, I'll be coming back with some more uh, scriptures and references because that's the point. We want to keep believing and keep hearing how righteous we are and how complete what Jesus did. So that's what I got for y'all today, man. I hope that y'all come back for the next time. Again, it's the Forever Say Podcast. It's your host, Kevin Moy. Talk to you soon. I ain't got it figured out, though. Homie, that's why I need them more. That's why I'm looking up now. Remember when I had to be the floor. Then the heart, he replaced it. 
Old man's got a facelift. Whole past I was faithless. Living too foul to the place with.